Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Shoot the Defence. Another Premier League roundup. Well, the season hasn't officially started yet, but there's other things to discuss. There's transfers and there's Community Shield, which took place yesterday. Lo and behold, there we go. I'm still Steve's here, Rod's here, Saj is here. Gentlemen, how are we all doing? Good, Stel. You okay? Tired, man. Tired. I've got bags, like proper bags under my eyes now. Like before, they weren't that bad, but now they're... Whatever. Whatever. Still alive. Thank you, Steve. Thank you for asking, Steve. At least yeah. someone cares. Someone cares about my feelings. Yeah, so we all when, when the season starts as well. So What? The separate season, once that stuff gets started, you're still going to be down in the dumps, aren't you? No, 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 no. Started, listen, I've still got another uh, 12 days. I've still got another 12 days before it starts. No, there you go. Right. 12 days. But twelve days got a European game on on Thursday though. But anyway, I'm not going to go into that. No, Rodri, uh, how is one? No, no rocking any bolts this year. You know, let's keep it nice and civil. Ah, oh, man. Do you know what? I didn't tell you lot what happened, did I? Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, I'll tell you lot afterwards. It was, it was just fucking mental. Absolutely fucking mental. Anyway, Rodri, how are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. No, no boats rocking. Sweet. No boats. No. no boats. No boats. Please, no boats. Not today, anyway. Not this week. No. Saj, how are you? I, I guess you're you're very very happy after yesterday's performance. Yeah, it? yeah. I thought I thought they played well. Lucky goal. But um, yeah, no, I'm very happy with how it's going so far. Very happy with uh, he's coming. Are you wearing, are you wearing a long sleeve? Are you wearing a, a jacket or a hoodie? Yeah, yeah. I went and got fish and chips earlier. <laughs> I ate some oh, okay. it's, it's like a a wet top. Because uh, okay. the, the, the weather's been appalling. It's not even a summer, is it? Yeah, that's what I was going to say, because I, I've only worn my hoodie once so far. I haven't put the heating on yet, but... Oh, mate, it's, it's ridiculous, isn't it? London weather, mate. I guess all right in Manchester. They always get sun in Manchester. They're fine. Yeah, it's all right today. I've been playing golf. It's sweet today. <laughs> Steve oh, shaking his said, No. <laughs> No, <laughs> don't get no sun up here. <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway, gentlemen, let's talk about the Community Shield. Arsenal winning that. Psychological warfare, Sag. Psychological. Well, I'm yeah, sorry, nice. man. I'm what? sorry, that's, that's, that's fucking bullshit, isn't it? Come on. It's always good winning a trophy and winning a trophy together, you know, as part of that team at the beginning of the season is always a good way to kick it off. So... You know, though people are claiming it's a Mickey Mouse show, if it's still, you know, better than the Audi Cup, shall you say? But is it better than the Carabao Cup? No, of course not. Oh, okay. I just wanted to double check. Because no. I, I'm, see, I'm seeing some Arsenal fans on social media. No, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's a major trophy. And I'm it's, like. No, well, not really. It's a, it's a hard thing to place the Community Shield, isn't it? It's not really a trophy, but it's still a competition, mm -hmm. really. It's, mm. I, I don't know really how to explain it. But it's always worth winning, always nice winning stuff. So you take that all day. And you're in it by default as well. Cheeky, cheeky, cheeky. Has <laughs> he frozen? Or is that just his face that he's pulling right now? <laughs> Steve, 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 Steve. How'd you feel, man? How'd I felt um, disappointed. Uh, in the 100th minute, which is obviously going to be a talking point uh, everywhere. Um, with every football match, the way the game is changing. Um, some are going to benefit from it. Some are going to suffer from it. And then we've all got to decide whether it's better for the game. Uh, this 100, 110, 120 minutes. Um, there was even 20 minutes extra time at a, at a game over the weekend. It obviously helped Arsenal at the weekend uh, in the charity shield. Psychological warfare. Um, I don't believe in at all because I don't believe it will affect City. But I'm happy to concede that whilst it's not psychological warfare, it will give Arsenal a massive boost, whether it's just their training week, whether it's their belief they can win at Wembley again, whether they can beat Pep Guardiola in Manchester City. It'll give them a boost, but I don't think City will care about it too much. Rod, we've seen... How people, or should I say, we've seen how clubs win the Community Shield and go on to win nothing <laughs> that actual season. Bless you. Bless you. Mm. Yeah, see? Steve cares about my well-being, I care about his. This is how it works, you know? 
And he's too busy pissing about on his phone, not listening to a word I'm saying. Look at him. Who's making these these these, these decisions? Yeah, I want to know the names what of these. What these Steve sneezing? No, I mean, these these rule changes. Who are these people that change these rules? Do we know who it is? Well, I think we saw it in the World Cup, didn't we? I mean, the first time the, the first time I saw it, is, um, one of the games went on fifteen minutes extra, didn't they? Uh, at the end, and it's like you know, it's putting a lot more a lot more stress on. No, in the in the uh, men's World Cup uh, in the winter, it's putting a lot more yeah. stress on the players and stuff like that. And you know, you're asking them to play more games. I think Pep was quite right in what he said about you know he's consulting the players and about these changes and how it's going to affect them. I mean, he's going to have to have larger squads again. Uh, obviously, more finance and stuff like that. So, hey. I've seen a little piece of Rafa Brand talking about it, saying that they was going into a meeting where they thought there'd be less game, but there's not. There's more games. He's just putting more stress on the bodies, and more games, more intensity. Now they're going to be more, more minutes. So, yeah, it's, it's difficult for these players when you, when you expect them to play a High-intensity high level. Mm. High so, high game. Week in, week out. It's just impossible. And and the, surely the bigger clubs will benefit from it because they've got bigger squads. But, Rod, you asked who makes a decision in for this particular instance. It, it must be the Premier League, surely, who've made this decision, right? It must mm-hmm. be sanctioned by them. Uh, well, I think it's come down from FIFA, hasn't it? Everything comes down from a high higher level, doesn't it? And then they kind of roll it out into different competitions. You you would hope that it, it's just like when they're in, implementing, implementing a new rule and you see it the first start of the season, like the first four to six weeks, and then people get onto it and calm down and stop whatever they're doing. This is just time-wasting. If you look at the, the, some of the games from the times the ball's in play, it's like 52, 56, 58 minutes. So, you know, do you know what else has got to be considered? You know what else has got to be considered as well, lads? You know those older referees that we've laughed at, we've been annoyed at, we've hated at times, but, you know, the, the Mike Dean types, and they're all come to the end, the Lee Mason types. They've all come to the end and gone the other side of, of, of officiating now. Mm. And it's also the young guys who will be more than happy to have extra exposure, extra cards, and extra 10 or 15 minutes at the end, end of every match. Whereas just like a football player... You know that old, experienced, wise head? Well, those in terms of the referees, they've just gone the wrong side of the line and into retirement. So I'm, I'm not too sure that these young lads, well, these young men, these referees, know any different. They're actually just at the, 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 the birth of it all. I find it incredibly stupid how they're implementing these changes in the duration of games, but yet... In pre-season, the Premier League are happy to have these exhibition games in the United States because don't forget, a lot of these games like Brighton against Chelsea, Newcastle against Villa, they were in conjunction with Peacock or these other TV channels in the United States that have links with or, and, and deals with the Premier League. So the Premier League have sent them over as part of this, this TV deal and the players are knackered. They're battering them. Mm. I think, I think you can, yeah, no, but I think you can hold that against all clubs, can't you? Really, because uh, a lot of them send them off to uh, far gone places for pre-season. I mean, I think Australia is probably the worst one, where a, a few teams have been in the Far East as well, and you come back and, and, yeah. and you come, yeah, well, you come back and play your first game of the season. That's what Palace did last year when they they came back a week before they played Arsenal. And then they played them on a seven o'clock kickoff on a Friday, where you know we'd be in the middle middle of the uh, morning for them. It's just you know I, I don't think the planning's much planning's got much into preseason preparation. It's more about the money now and exposure of the club rather than um, you know uh, looking after the players' welfare. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We've got double deer here. People are saying, oh, we don't have any Liverpool fans on, but we've got one. <laughs> I've never said a word. I've never said a word, mate. No, not you, but some, some <laughs> viewers are, oh, we don't have any Liverpool fans on, anti-Liverpool. Ah. Fuck off. So, double deer here. We're just oh, talking about the 
time extensions and how it's going to be affecting the players. Yeah, what, is, right. what is your stance on this? Because I know Jurgen Klopp wasn't happy about various things in the past, even though he battered his players to death. But <laughs> is Jurgen um, going to be fist pumping and that kind of stuff? Whatever again? I, I think it will make well, so certainly. Jürgen, it depends what side of the bed he wakes up on certain times. Like some days he wants to crack jokes with the media, on the other days he's just like going off as if a reporter so much loses. Um, but I think teams will get used to it maybe a month. Well, I want to see if they're consistent with it because they're going to start the season off. You're going to see a few games around 97 minutes to 100 minutes. It depends on whether they're consistent with it. If we get to Christmas and they're still being consistent with it, we'll see. But I think it will make teams tighten up and um, not waste as much time on goal kicks, taking throw-ins, etc. And probably cut down some of the play acting and whatnot that goes on as well. Because I remember last season we played Newcastle um, <laughs> 1-1 and then they had players going down left, right and centre. There was one where Nick Pope fell on the ground and you could see him like looking towards the bench even though he's meant to be injured on the floor. That time got added on and then Fabio Cavallio got the winner for us in like the seventh minute of injury time or something like that. So I think though um, the players will get used to it and cut it down but um, we could have some of those 12-30 kickoffs running into the three o'clock games and that's what they don't want right no. about what they don't want right about now but um you could see it I remember when United beat Brighton uh, a couple of seasons ago it was a, bag of, a bag of time it, yeah it wasn't COVID because was, it wasn't any fans there was a bag of time wasted in that and then and some injuries as well and then you lot got the penalty at the end they blown the whistle because obviously the game had, had an opportunity to stop and then obviously then Fernandez scored it so we, we could <laughs> it the amount of time added on could be kind of mad, especially in the first mm. couple of months. But I think mm. I, don't, I, I think once it gets to that Christmas, it will simmer down a bit. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. So, I was I told guess. that I was told that Aaron Ramsdale, when Arsenal were winning in the first half, went down for twenty minutes and got treatment, while the rest of the team went and got some instructions from Arteta. <laughs> and he actually went down and had his contact lenses checked by the physio. And he doesn't even wear contact lenses. <laughs> how, true, how true that is, I don't know. Yeah, no, you know what? It's funny you do mention Newcastle because they were accused of that a lot, weren't they, uh, last season? Last season, yeah. yeah. Last season because they accused of that against Arsenal when we played them at, at the Emirates as well. Oh, what the goal They slow down play a lot, don't they? Mm. Players are going down. And well, look, before we move on, we haven't spoken about the community shield in much detail. Sag, you know, several players making their debuts for Arsenal, okay, competitive debuts anyway. We saw Kai Havertz up front, we saw Declan Rice, we saw Urian Timber. There were lots of changes in that first team lineup anyway. So, do you expect Arteta to be rotating a lot this season? Yeah, I think I think now we've got a lot bigger squad, a, a better squad to rotate with the more games that we're playing. And uh, the three players that were mentioned, especially, well, yeah, all of them, I thought they played well. Uh, I thought Rice was very, very good in his defensive play and uh, the way he's breaking up stuff, especially what he's brought in for. Timber, I didn't really know much about him before he came in. Outstanding signing for us. And uh, Havertz, Definitely surprised me up front, uh, especially because we're looking for a different... Well, the fans have been asking for a different kind of prayer for up front, a bigger player who can hold the ball up. And I thought he did he did well in that aspect. So uh, I believe there's a lot more to come from him. Uh, so I'm very happy with uh, the way they played and the, the way they looked in that game and the way it's kind of gelling together. Yeah. And Steve, did you notice many differences in, in City? I know it's only one game, but did you notice any differences from last season? Yeah, I did. Um, I thought it took two players to cover Ilkay Gundogan's absence. Um, a different style. He comes into the midfield and he plays and then he runs into the penalty area and he becomes, uh, from a holding midfield player, he ends up as an attacking midfield player. He ends up as a forward. I think we missed that and I think we covered it via selection. Obviously, De Bruyne didn't start. But Kovacic, I noticed, was having a lot of uh, a lot of ball, neat and tidy, but only really playing with the defenders uh, mm. in and around the centre circle next to Rodri. And uh, there may be some game time more this season for World Cup winner Alvarez, who's bound to score goals 
and obviously as an out and out centre forward or number ten. But I do think um, you know there's got to be a give somewhere. You can only pick you know ten outfield. De Bruyne will obviously come back in, but I thought they tried to cover the Gundogan absence via via Alvarez and Kovacic. No, I just thought he was neat and tidy, and he'll have to uh, do a lot more to um, thrill me if that's what he's if, as a supporter. If that's what he's going to be come and do and, and, and improve us, because he just looks steady to me. But he's obviously leapfrog Calvin Phillips immediately. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Alvarez, they, you know, possibly getting more games. Is he yeah. going in the FPL team, Steve? <laughs> well, we, we can talk about that on on a private. Let's <laughs> 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 really give no secrets. No yeah. secrets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't started yet, mate. We're, we're up for it. We're up for it. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Man United then. They signed Hoyland. Amrabat looks like he could be next. Rod, you said United need a striker. You mentioned Harry Kane being the guy. Do you still think there's a chance he could join now that United have got Hoyland? No, 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 okay. no. Well, no, because um, maybe if they got rid of Marshall, but it looks like they're going to keep him. Uh, you got Rashford who can play there. You no, know, Sancho's been playing a lot there in preseason as a false nine. So, no, the kid, the kid will need as many games as possible. Um, looks like strong, big and strong, quick. Just needs to get games and get used to playing with the team. Um, if you bring someone like Harry Kane, that would stop his growth and his. Yeah, so I don't think so. So, no, it looks looks a good signing. I just think people just need to be, you know, not expect too much too soon because um, he's still not the finished article. He's not, you know, Erling Haaland. He's um, he's far beyond that yet. So, But he can get to that because he's big, he's strong, he's quick, both feet, good in the air, can hold the ball up. So all the signs are there. So just to wait and see. Double D knows about Italian football, don't you, mate? Yeah, no, Rod's just pretty much on to update. If um, Ten Hag, because he played, you know, Atalanta have come like my second Italian team in the last like six, seven years. But um, he scored a lot. There were substitute appearances as well. So if you just looked at the stats and didn't watch him, you'll think, oh, only nine league goals or whatever. But as Rod said, he's strong and holds the ball up. He's got scored one or two goals where like he's powered from the centre circle and ran through the finish. So if Ten Hag can mould him into what he wants, it can work well because you saw him try and play vehicles in a certain role and he linked up playing well and hustled and bustled, but he didn't deliver goals. Hoyland could deliver goals, still young, growing, and that if he's a quick learner, it could turn out to be a bargain in a few years. You know what I'm saying? As long as they get the surface in, Shaw will hit him on set pieces. Dallo will hit him. Bruno's going to thread passes through. As long as they give him the surface, he could do special things for United. Mm. And what about Amrabat then? Because, yeah, the Great World Cup. That's who I want us to buy. That's who I, I, I want. I'll take him over <laughs> McTominay. No disrespect to McTominay, but Amrabat is just a different level, man. Mm. You lot, you lot have just rejected West Ham's double bid, haven't you, for Maguire and McTominay? Eh, they're just playing games. You know how it works. <laughs> you know how it works. <laughs> but no, Amber Bats. I've been a fan of Amber since he was at Verona. Good player, and he was very good in the World Cup. But I actually thought um, Ahana, the other one in the midfield, I thought that he was slightly better in the World Cup. But he went to Marseille for peanuts. But yeah, Amber in there. United are making some decent signings. We'll see how it, we'll see how it goes um, if they yeah. adapt with the whole Champions League um, thing and whatnot. Same with for Arsenal as well. But they, I mean, I like the signings that they're making. So. Rod, if you're Maguire and McTominay, do, does West Ham sound like an, uh, an interesting proposition for you? Obviously, they've got European football this season. Yes, yes, hundred percent. Nice ground to play at. Um, yeah, suits them down to the ground. I think it's a bit cheap. They had 10 million to both, and then you probably get the right result. Mm. I mean, the, the right price 30 million is nothing a bit too low. 40 million is half price for Ryan McGuire, and 40 million for McTominay is, is, a, is a good sound deal. You know, he's what 22 23, strong midfielder, box to box. Um, got great experience in the Premier League. Um, so, yeah, I think it would fit West Ham very well. 
because West Ham sometimes, you know, with United playing such a high line, it's difficult for Harry Maguire. But when you when you sat in there, you'd want Harry Maguire in there all day. You just head anything, tackle. He's strong. His positional sense is pretty pretty good. So yeah, good move. If they do, if they, if it turns out they do go. Well, Steve, I think they've, what, they've just, they've just signed um, Alvarez, haven't they, from uh, Ajax, I believe. He's he's re- he's good, Alvarez, man. Though we beat Ajax in both games in the Champions League last season, he was just clamping everyone in the midfield. He's a savage one. But, yeah, he's just yeah, gone to he West Ham for 32, I think. Yeah, 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 35. Yeah, 30, yeah, I think it's like 32 in add-ons to yeah. 35, but that's a really yeah, good so sign. You get 40 and 40, you've you basically got three... Sound players there for, mm. for one player. So oh, they tried they tried to get Wood Pross as well. Wow. Okay. They had twenty okay, million. Yeah, but like, yeah. the, the West Ham situation is weird with the transfers. I mean, they want they're desperate to get the money in quick and they've waited till the last minute. It's just bad <laughs> bad management, isn't it? On transfers. Yeah. Oh, that's what I mean. You're getting championship players for twenty million, aren't you? It's yeah, like, exactly. gotta be realistic. Testing the water. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to see if they can do something. Well, they've just got the Skabaka money as well. And Vlasic is meant to be going to Torino for about twelve to fifteen million. So they're probably going to make a couple. They're probably going to make at least three more, so maybe four signers before the window closes. Yeah, well, they, they definitely need a striker, though, for sure. Definitely, need a striker. I can't rely yeah, on Antonio. Sure. Yeah, you know. But Steve, if Maguire goes to West Ham, do you think David Moyes will tell him to watch DVDs of uh, Jagielka? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all of a show. You might ask him to watch videos of David Moyes. Oh, Oh, wow. (laughs) He might actually ask him to watch videos of Scott McTominay playing better than him for Scotland at the back. (laughs) And that is the soundbite right there. (laughs) Cut that up still immediately. What is it? <laughs> I was just end it there. It's brilliant. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I endorse what Rod, I endorse what Rodri said. Like Harry Maguire, if it's twenty million, England centre half probably would get four or five goals because they they do rely on yeah. West Ham centre halves do score goals. He's absolutely West Ham Premier League yeah. London Stadium all, all all day. I know he's getting a rough rough ride here. But he's been well paid for it. He's had a, he's had a good trip at Manchester United. He's West Ham all day. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. And speaking of defenders, uh, Guardiola has joined Man City. Steve, uh, we thought this was going to happen weeks ago. It didn't, but clearly it's done now. Left-footed centre back, precisely what you guys need. Well, no, because obviously Laporte has uh, won silverware. Lost his starting place if we're to pick our best team, but always comes in and, and obviously settles the, the back line up. We can possibly cover at left back, and Nathan Aki can always go back to left centre back where he's had matches in his career. Uh, but it feels like without him actually playing for us yet, that the manager has decided that this is an upgrade, and I think mm-hmm. possibly the team will benefit and maybe get 30 million for Laporte. What was the situation with Laporte? Why doesn't Danny fancy him? Um, he's just not as good as Stones or Diaz, yeah, okay. and he's not as good as Aki. So it's it's, yeah. it, it, it's it's as ruthless as that. And you yeah, yeah. position Sadji, you know Laporte's fine. He's no trouble. He's he's got good yeah. discipline. He doesn't let you down. He balances your team up. He can score with his left foot. He can score with his head. Yeah. But I, you know, I'll, I'll ask you straight. You've got a game to save your life. Are you picking him ahead of Stones or Diaz? Is, is any of the any of the guys going to pick Laporte above Stones mm. or Diaz? I mm. personally wouldn't. I'd I'd take um, Laporte in a heartbeat because we're, we're trying to get a left-footed centre back in, but City City wouldn't sell to us. But I'd I'd, I'd take him. But would you pick him ahead of Stones or Diaz? But no, 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 no. I wouldn't take no, him ahead of Stones or Diaz because <laughs> Diaz is. Um, but I'm not just saying from Liverpool's perspective, but City, no, definitely because Diaz no. has been 
just in there, a leader as well. And then Stones has cut out a lot of the mistakes that he used to make. And he's so comfortable on the ball. He's so mm. vital to the way that City are playing. So, no, for City team, no. But us, not, I'd, I'd take him. Yeah, so that's that's why he doesn't play. He, yeah. I don't believe he doesn't not fancy him because he's he's so elegant. He's a top world-class international. Yeah. He just isn't better than the other two. Yeah. No, I just, I was just wondering if there's anything underlying there. But no, definitely The way not. you described, yeah. Okay. Definitely not. Fair enough. And D, mm -hmm. a third Liverpool bid for Lavia. Rejected. rejected, yeah, forty six rejected. What, what it, t tell me what makes this player so special? Because I, I haven't seen much of him. I'm not going to lie. They tried to extort us. He play. I'm not even guessing. And I said this well before we wanted him. I said it from when because Arsenal were one of the first teams to be interested after him going to Southampton. I don't know why these scouts are so lazy and they wait for these players to get bought by another <laughs> club. It's like they're giving it the trial run. It's like, oh yeah, he's actually good. His performance against Chelsea when he scored in it as well. I think it finished 1-1 at St Mary's earlier in the season. It was one of the best centre midfield performances I saw in the Prem this season. He can tackle, intercept, he can dribble, he's got a shot on him and whatnot. But we, I want us to get experience, which is why I'm vexed about us not getting, trying to get Alvarez, for, exist, for example. They're talking the Kure at Palace. He's like 20, I'm sorry, tw I think he's 23 now. They're saying 70 million. They're talking Fulham saying 70 million for Paulinho. We only had, I thought they, well, they wanted 90, didn't they? <laughs> Is it 90 now? Yeah, see, even worse. We only have one midfielder in our team over the age of 24, and that's Thiago, who's injury prone. Outstanding, but injury prone. You get me? You need experience in there. You've lost your captain and your vice captain in the same window, and the people you're being linked with are babies. Lavia 19. We bid, but got rejected for um, Andre at Fluminese. He's meant to be like a regen Fabinho that can also slot into the centre-half and whatnot. Where's the experience? You need someone to guide people. Gakpo came in January and settled well and played in this false nine role because of the fact that he was working with Fabinho. What midfielder is going to show these guys what to do? The re reason I've jumped on even here late because I was watching our pre-season friendly with Darmstadt. The forward line looked outstanding, but the midfield, especially the, the defending, why are you continuing to persist with the high line? Teams are just playing one ball over the top and they're getting in behind. We're playing Chelsea on the opening day. They're going to slap us up if we did. So we need to buy someone and quick. It's all good taking 40 million for a 29-year-old Fabinho and taking the head of some money, but you need to stop fighting about and get the signings in because the season starts on Friday. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> no, so no, who are your central like, midfield options right now? Um, Who were the to, three that played today? To your uh, today was um, Fink played almost as attacking midfielder today. Um, Gakpo, you know, it was um, Shabuslai and McAllister. McAllister actually played as the six today. All right, just okay. sat there and just like he made some good challenges, played the ball and whatnot. But I don't see that being. If we play like Luton That's or something, that can run in the Premier League. You know what I'm saying? But in the bigger game, you can't do that against Chelsea. On open day, for what I've seen, Chelsea and Kunku's injured now. But what I've seen for Chelsea in preseason, they're just whipping it out. And Jackson pace and whatnot. Woodrich is looking a bit better. That they'll beat us if we go in that down Sunday. So we need to sort it out quickly. But yeah, it's what Bansetic, who's only nineteen, Curtis Jones, and Trent have also played as the holding midfielder in these preseason games. Um, Thiago so yeah Harvey Elliott can obviously play centre middle can play um, out wide as well so it's all young midfielders Thiago is the only one over 24 it's all babies so um, we need to we needed two anyway with Henderson and Fabinho there so now selling them you've got to bring at least one in you should really be looking at bringing two in no for sure for sure I, I'm just trying to understand what kind of system Liverpool are going to play this season because they, they don't have a, a ball winner. Yeah. Fabino was that guy. Even even Henderson yeah. could do a lot of the running. Yeah. I don't know, Rod, Steve, Saj, can you think of any players that would suit this current Liverpool system that are, are not just available, but if there's anyone that they could pick to bring in? Because they, they look kind of weak in the middle of the park. No? No one? <laughs> no? Not Tommy, no. Two, two, <laughs> two, 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 two
Okay. Liverpool. I hope they go. I hope they get well worse than last year. Hit. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> now, now, what? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Nah, it's difficult, isn't it? Because you've lost Henderson, who's been a big character there. Even yeah. James Milner as well. Big, big, big um, characters, experienced characters that can get them through games just by being in the dressing room sometimes. So it's a big miss. That it's a big miss. Well, when, when 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 you talk about it, you know the Amrabat does make sense for Liverpool as well. Yeah. You know it's not going to be overly expensive either, and he he does do a job. I, when I watched him, the first proper game I watched him was uh, the Florent was the final game. I thought he played well in that game and probably yeah. probably would suit what Liverpool how Liverpool play. Yeah, yeah, yeah they need someone like that energy and and comfort on the ball. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, because we were getting overrun last season by teams who were nowhere. We played Nottingham Forest and Yates. We get run around from Yates and them, man. Like, you get, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm saying, what's this going on? But it's not even just on the pitch, though. It's like, do you remember they tried to introduce the winter break in the um, the pandemic, see, in the 1920 season we won the league? So then we drew with Shrewsbury. And the replay was scheduled in the winter break. So all the players went on their holidays anyway. And it was just the youth players. Milner was like the assistant manager for yeah. that game with Neil Critchin, you get me? That type of... It's the off-the-pitch off things, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, well, yeah. Everyone pissed off on the holiday. He stayed the Difficult start as well. Difficult start. Chelsea, yes. I've been impressed with Chelsea's pre-season when I've watched them. Mm. They look decent. They're buying uh, the geezers from Leeds, aren't they? Tyler at Tyler Adams as well. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. Even yeah. even even million. he could do he could do something for us. England couldn't get near him in the World Cup. Him and McKinney were just rinsing England's midfield in that goal destroy. You get what I'm saying? So, <laughs> uh, see, there's so many people out there. They won't do it though because it's a championship player. We're going to get extorted and play. Over late on and pay <laughs> over the money for someone. We'll probably be the mugs that paid the 90 million for Paulinho. We could have got him for about 20 from Sporting Lisbon last year. You get me? It's not well, hold on. I mean, Ch well, Chelsea, are linked with, Chelsea are linked with Caicedo. Is there a chance that you guys might go in for him? But then you're looking at the money that they, they didn't want to spend on Bellingham because you're going towards free, you're going towards the 100 million region. You get me? Wow. Because um, our. Uh, the one that came in for Edwards, oh, his name's left me. He sorted out the McAllister deal before the World Cup. That's why we got him for 35 and add ons. Otherwise, they would have been looking Sachedo money. They would have been like, What do you mean? This is a World Cup winner. Julian mm. Ward, his name is Ward. That, that's the guy. He sorted out this deal from the middle of the last season, like the minor deals. So that's why we got it for so cheap. So anyone that wants to get Sachedo now, because believe me, if Sachedo wasn't being so overpriced, Arsenal probably would have got him before they got Ress. Mm. Fair point. Fair you point. You know what I'm saying? But I think Russ will be good for Arsenal. I think he'll be wicked for the dressing room as well, but it's the keeper situation. I don't get what Arsenal are doing there. Nah, I, I, I like that. We talk about that. Shall we yeah, talk about like that? that? I do like um, that competition for places. I like that. Yeah, All I, day. Think, I think Ramsdale's in trouble because he. I like that keeper. Just probably... Yeah, mm. I thought Chelsea would have got Real rather than Sanchez. To be honest, Chelsea's Chelsea's transfer strategy is bemusing. <laughs> it's I just I can't see what they're trying to do. I don't understand where they're going, what they're doing. I just, they're, 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 dropping, they're playing the football. Age, Sad, they're playing yeah. Football average age. Age. yeah, they're dropping the average age, but then selling all the players that are coming through. All the players <laughs> that come through the system who, who would probably love the club and probably you probably get a lot more for and uh, play pay cheaper wages for, and they're selling them all. Yeah, you know what? I see where you're coming from, but I've got a couple of mates who have been supporting Chelsea from years, from the, the Kerry Dixon days. And at the beginning of last season, they were saying to me, the squad has gone stale. You know, you look at the, the players they haven't. It's like with Spurs. They've got, I think, nine players in that squad at Spurs now were in the Champions League final squad. Still, mm. you know? And I think Chelsea, they, they needed a, a massive reshuffle. I've, I, okay, the goalkeeper. But surely you've got to keep the quality on it, haven't you? And if they've got to the Champions League final, they're quality players. Yeah. yeah but what, what quality would you say they had then to. Depends which ones specifically you're talking about, really. Well, yeah, the keeper's horrendous, isn't he? Kappa, Kepa. I mean, he's, he's a second keeper, really, isn't he? And then you've. 
bought a second keeper and he's second keeper at Brighton anyway. I mean, I do think he's good, but you know, if you if you're a big club, you don't go and buy. I don't, I don't know. You, you you buy a keeper who's you know decent. But I'll tell you what, their, their lineup. Let me find it. So their lineup against City back in 2021 was Mendy in goal. I think he's quality. As Piliqueta, all right. I think it's time for him to go. Thiago Silva, okay, fine. Rudiger, Steve's mate, frog in a blender. Has <laughs> <laughs> he gone now, Spoleto? He's gone now, hasn't he? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, he's gone to uh, Atletico, is it? Is that Atletico? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. James, the right back, but he's injury prone. Uh, N'Golo Kante didn't really and, play much last season and for injury. And your sister, and still when your sister steps on people. But anyway. Yeah, we, we don't talk about continue. that. We don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't talk about that sport. We don't talk about that. No, no, we don't, we, no, no, no. I'm just saying because I don't want people protesting outside my house, you know, and saying equal pay for nothing. Oh, wow. um, equal pay. I read something yesterday that an under 15 men's team beat the American. Yeah. Team. Well, uh, Arsenal's under 15s beat the women's, didn't they? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I was just about to say that. It's physicality, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, less about that. Do you want me to go off on one? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Just, okay, just in the, for, for factual purposes here, for factual purposes, the men... In the World Cup, received six percent yeah, of the yeah, revenue. <laughs> the women received twenty-five percent of the revenue. So the men World Cup get six percent revenue. The women twenty-five yeah, percent. It's not small, is it? Right. Well, yeah. Exactly. I mean, everything should be based on the revenue that you bring in at the exactly. end of the day. And you, you know how much the women's it. World Cup brings? Four hundred million. 135. That was the last. Oh, really? Yeah. And, what, and, the, and, the, and the, uh, the other one was 6 billion, wasn't it? Right. <laughs> Massive anyway. difference. Fuck yeah. you, <laughs> Anyway. So, uh, where was I before Double D started uh, winding me up? He, he rattled the cage there. All right. So, Jorginho, who, okay. Nah, okay. Uh, Chilwell, injury prone, Mason Mount, Werner, and Havertz. So, out of all those players, how many of them do you think would you? Think what, they've, they've only got one there now? One? No, Jay, no, two, four, uh, yeah, three. Three. James, yeah, three. 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 James, um, Chilwell, and uh, Silver. Silver, yeah. But that's a massive turnaround. You can't turn around that quickly and then, you know. With all the managers that had and everything, I mean the, the amount of money that they've wasted on players, although they oh, have got you, it back for, yeah, from Saudi any, Arabia, right? We'll put this way: out of all the players that are on the that were on the bench that day, only Kepa is still there. <laughs> Caballero's gone, Emerson's gone, Alonso's gone, Christensen's gone, Zuma's gone, Gilmore's yeah, but, gone, Kovacic's well, that's gone. What I'm saying. You can't you can't have a turnaround like that, massive turnaround like that. You know, from winning that and then turning around, you got three, four, five players still at your club. I agree. But on the flip side, on the flip side, Chelsea do not have European football. So one game a week, that should be, I don't know, maybe it's just Steve, you guys, that, who are obviously... Well, well, the game. Coach Pochettino is, because he'll have all week to work with his team. Good point. So, there you go. Good, good, point. good coach. Very good point. Well, they, they signed the Sanchez, the goalkeeper, who are, who are right. They signed... Um, Axel Disassi from Monaco, who mm -hmm. I think is a pretty decent. You're playing. Player. You're playing Champions League, European football. You're playing a Saturday. You're resting on, on, a, on a. You're off on a Sunday. Go easy on the Monday. Tuesday game. Wednesday off. Thursday rest day. Friday. You don't work on, on much on the weekend game, but now you'll have five days or four days all working on the mm. match. Bed. So it's a big difference that. Well, Stez will tell you that as a coach. Yeah, I totally agree. You make a brilliant point. Pochettino will really um, do the most coaching this year uh, on, on the training pitch. The other managers who are in the Champions League have to uh, rely on sports scientists, recoveries, and then do a load of work in the classroom with the analysis, which, which goes on everywhere, of course. 
but 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 you presume that Pochettino will be on the training pitch four or five times a week next year. They'll they'll be good. Yeah, yeah. And there's also another guy that's back at Chelsea. John Terry. No, come on. The way I play, you know, I play with passion. When I'm not happy, you see that I'm not happy. Akaku. Yeah. <laughs> Frank Bruno. <laughs> is he staying at Chelsea? Is he Chinese still? He's going to go. I can't do the Chinese accent. He's going to go to Juventus, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the deal what Juventus off, and they're saying you can have Vlaovic, but we want Lukaku and 40 million. And if. That's what they want, man. And I think I think they'll end up paying that. Vlavich, if oh, no, Vlavich is a different level, man. That guy's. Oh, I'd, I'd hate for them to get him, man. You take. He just shoots relent, relentlessly. He didn't give two fucks. Who <laughs> just bounces left foot, right foot? You get what I'm saying? If, if they get the ball into him, could be a madness. Well, listen, you can't complain because you got about fifteen forwards. Yeah, you know, Diaz, Gakpo, uh, what's his name? Salah, you got mm. uh, what's his name? No, uh, Darwin, Darwin Nunes, he's a good preseason still. Even our um teenager, the Scottish players, Ben Doak, came on and was chopping people up today, boy. Chopping, so um, probably unleash him in the Europa League, but yeah, just get the midfield. So, we'll score goals against anyone, but if you don't score out of the defence, it's going to be more... Well, yeah, how, I mean, how many goals he conceded? I've seen, been seeing like high scores in the pre-season. Sag, we were beaten up by a Munich the other day. The flicking for switch, we just got beaten 4-3. Just simple yeah. passes. Just simple passes in behind. You get me? But, mm. uh, you know? But, um, I think that's going to be a problem for you. Yeah, defence. It was uh, was the greatest central defender to ever grace the Premier League playing that day. <laughs> From a Liverpool fan, I wouldn't even make my top five all-time <laughs> Prem defenders. And, and, and so anyway, you know me anyway. I'm a hippie guy, bruv, but we won't get into that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but that's why he's like this because of the injury and they've gassed him. You're saying yeah. Michael Owen and my dad. I think you're the greatest defender of all time. I can name about five Italian centre backs that are better than Van Dyke. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I love it because you see these other pods and they're going, oh, Saliba, he's a generational defender. And I'm thinking, he had a fucking back injury last season. He was out for like 12 <laughs> games. That fight goes again. It's fucked. Yeah, no, Saliba is good though, man. Saliba's quality. Yeah, but yeah, I don't want to he be hearing it in May people saying that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, that's the problem with Arsenal fans. How do I compare Arsenal fans? If they were boxing fans, they'd be PB, PBC fans. <laughs> sure. That's 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 how to describe Arsenal fans. They get on everyone's nerves. <laughs> that's comfortable wow. Arsenal fan as well. Exactly. But there you go. It's, yeah, it's, but it's a social it's a social media cult. Oh god, yeah. I mean Sad, yeah. did you see that tweet when you bought rice? I can't remember what the guy's name is, and he said that ah, oh, let me tell you how good Declan Rice is. If Prime Busquets were still on the market, then I'd still get rice. People just talk rubbish. I mean, half of them don't know what they're talking about. It's terrible. Terrible. You love to see oh, it, eh? You love to see it. First, yeah. football's yeah. about opinions, right? Football's yeah, opinions about opinions. are like assholes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody got one. <laughs> Wait a uh, card and pick a minute. <laughs> that's hell. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to think if there's any other news to discuss. Gents, is there, is there anything else that I've missed that we can... No? Um, no. Who do you think is going to be the surprise team this year? Ooh. Who do you think is going to do well? Ooh, that's a good question. Do well it, might, again. It, it might just be Chelsea. If we can include them in surprise, it might just be Chelsea. It might just be Chelsea. Because I think, I, think, I, I, I still think Villa, but I don't know if they're going to be a surprise, really. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Pal Torres was a good buy. Um, Villa. Diaby. Oh, God. I can't believe Diaby was so cheap. Mm. But you what about consider... uh, <coughs> Burnley and the three teams that have come up? Um, you know, it's mate. Burnley got Zeki Amduni, and he's, he's, he's very good from Basel. Um, so they, they could possibly, yeah, you know they're going to play good football. It just depends on whether or not 
how they handle away games against the bigger teams. Otherwise, Burnley might comfortably come about like 12th or something like that, stay up. But um, they had quite a few men on loan last season, didn't they? And Matson's gone back to Chelsea, so it depends. They might have that Nottingham Forest problem when you've got all them loan people in, but Cooper kept Forest up, but we'll see. But no, I liked what I saw from Burnley last season, so we'll see. But no. Moving I think I think yeah. Wolves could be the whipping boys. Looks like they're in a bit of trouble. I think the manager's going to walk away because they're not finding anyone. Yeah, they, yeah. They, I heard that a couple of hours ago. Gary O'Neill's went to be Gary O'Neill's going to the Wolves. Oh, that's good. We play them Monday. Yeah, our first game. Yeah, I think I think wow. Wolves could be in trouble already. Wow! I wow! Think, I think Sheffield United. Well, look, look at going. Yeah, apparently, apparently he's annoyed at the fact that all these people are just being let go. Neves, Jimenez, he's like, well, how are we supposed to grow if you're selling all these people from our starting eleven? So, um, yeah, it's looking a bit. Big peak for them. Well, you mentioned Forest, but they haven't. Have they been active this summer? Because I know they're bringing in the goalkeeper from Arsenal, Turner. Yeah, they've not done too much else. They tried to get William, but he's going south. Did he get Langer from us? Did he go Forest? Anthony Langer. Yeah, online. Yeah, he's been unknown. Anthony Langer. Yeah, my son's got a season ticket. There tells me everything about them. Did he not him last year? Amazing. What's that? He's not alone, is it? They bought, they bought Langer, haven't they? Yeah, they bought, yeah, 15, 15 mil. Yeah, they bought him. I thought he was on loan. Yeah, it was going to be, it was going to be a loan at first and then it changed to um, a permanent. It's good signing, that. The, um... Yeah. And they got, they got Pep there from last year. They bought, they bought a lot of players in last year then. Yeah. Too many. Yeah, but they got rid of some there, didn't they? I think. Yeah, um... they've released Ayu and quite a few others. Lingard, yeah. I think someone was telling me basically that uh, they had lots of problems with agents, and um, uh, they this is why they refused to play a lot of players because they weren't paying the agents towards the end of the season because they weren't sure whether they're staying up or or going down. So, still waiting, you're waiting, Still waiting, you're waiting, charge of saying anything about that gentleman because I value my life and my family's life. <laughs> So we'll not say anything about Mr. Marinagi. No, I shall not say anything. Okay. Oh, no, I heard that. I've heard that from an agent, actually. So, uh, yeah. No, 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 no. The, the, the guy that controls most of the Greek media and is best friends with the Greek prime minister and has allegedly been helping him out with his um, laundry Taxi, laundry um, services, allegedly, of course. So what you say, Greek, Greek uh, James St. Patrick, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything at it. all. I'm not saying. <laughs> well, who's your top four end of the season? Top four in order, or just one, yeah, top four? Yeah, order. City, City, City four, City four in a row. City, top four, one, two, three, four. Is gonna finish. Uh, City. <sighs> I sadly, I hate to say it, but I sadly think United. Um, <laughs> this isn't order, by the way. City will win it, United. Um, <sighs> Liverpool and Chelsea. Huh? Yeah, it. <laughs> not in order. Arsenal will not be able to handle the vigours of the oh, Champions League. I'm fifth, yeah. <laughs> You'll play pretty football against the big teams. It'll be when you go to Red Star Belgrade or Dinamo Zagreb and get your asses kicked. That will nah. be your reality check <laughs> and affect your league form. Now, it's tight, it's tight, it's tight, it's tight. I think Newcastle will drop out of top four, but I don't think their fans really care for the fact they've got in Champions League this season. So, yeah, I don't know. It's a tough You one. can't disrespect Eddie Howe like that. You're going to upset Rodri. No. <laughs> You know me, I'm a hell guy. Where's Graham Potter these days, anyway? It's you lot that hate him. He's, he's, he's <laughs> going to and Thailand. Graham Gardner leaves, Graham. Pot, pot, yeah. pot, pot, pot of paper. No. I Steve, what are you going show. for top four? City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Manchester United. Liverpool second? Yeah. Okay. I've listened to quite a few pods and a lot of the Man City people on there said they think Liverpool are the only team they're seriously considering 
to challenge them because they said that um, with them being Europa League, they're not going to play, they were not going to play our strongest team at first and whatnot. There's a lot of respect there um, from City fans for it. You get me? But, um, do you see, the thing is with Arsenal is that they start to the season. I wouldn't be surprised if Arsenal win their opening six games. But when things are going smoothly, Arsenal look like arguably the best team in the league. But as soon as they get that punch in the nose, they just like... Quick question, D. Hmm. When have they ever looked like the best team in the league? No, I'm saying when things are going their way, City can draw it out and pull results out, even when things aren't going their way. When things are going Arsenal's way, the short passing and whatnot, the movement, they look brilliant. But then as soon as something doesn't go their way, they just like, it's like a, dominoes just completely collapse. Like, I, I, I those definitely agree. Teams. I definitely those agree teams. with what you said. Mm. Second, they look brilliant. They <laughs> never look. They never look like the best team in the league. Mm. But because the two games you lot had to get yourself this season showed it. Second game you blitzed them. The first game you lot didn't even really Bumbled. get out of second gear. But they made mistakes and you capitalised on it. And that's one thing Arsenal need to be better at: winning those games when you're not at your best, capitalising on teams' mm. mistakes. The two emotional, the two, the two emotional manager and goalkeeper. They yeah, might change the goalkeeper. That's a great word to use. Yeah. The two emotional. Mm. So, but by the way, you mentioned the goalkeeper, the goalkeeper, goalkeeper Ramsdale. Do you see that article that was published? Oh, was what the Players Tribune? Yeah, yeah that kind yeah. of stuff. You, look, I don't mean to be this this guy that's insensitive, but. Do you think he's done that to kind of cover his back from like a PR perspective as well? Mm, I don't know. Everyone's different, aren't they? I, me personally, I probably wouldn't have said anything mm. or, or, or anything about that, to be honest. But so his wife had a miscarriage, basically, and basically it, it not affected his form, but, you know. He wasn't in a great. Also said, he also said that his brother came out as well. So oh, well, trying... oh, 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 wow. okay. Yeah. I, 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 that's what I thought he was on about. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. I, I don't. That's no. If he wants to do that, that's fine. But the other one, you know, that's pretty private. That does his wife. Does his yeah. Mm. No, it's pretty private. But you know, everyone likes to put stuff on Instagram and get he does. He plays oh, golf. He plays golf with tubes. He's playing in the Premier League on the Sunday. Come on. Ah, do you know what I forgot to say? Do you remember that last pod that we did a couple of weeks ago, right? And I said, oh, there's something I forgot, something we forgot. I, I remembered what it was. There's a, there's a Muller Rice advert Awful. with Declan Rice. Awful. You've seen it, yeah? Awful. And they, 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 Rice, have you not seen Has everyone seen this? It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Right. The next time you watch it, just listen out for one of the last sound bites. You don't you don't see the person's face, mm. but you hear someone going, "He's the best sportsman on the planet." <laughs> what? Yeah. What? This is what I mean. Arsenal bring a lot of their kind of hate on themselves by doing um, mm. a lot of the, the the PR stuff and a lot of the that media. Wasn't team Arsenal, that wasn't To be fair, that wasn't Arsenal. It was it was Muller. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I know, I know. But yeah. what I'm saying is, uh, yeah. I'm just saying, just generally with the if social media fans and a lot of the PR stuff, I think yeah. they do get a lot of hate because of that. <laughs> when the Arsenal were old, you didn't really know anything that was going on, but um, I suppose they're making it more open now. Yeah, true. True. So, who's your top four then? Arsenal. Okay. <laughs> Man City. Man United. Liverpool. Okay. Okay. Rod. Um, Man United. Man City. Look at the face. Man United. We're really Manchester again. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, United City. Uh, I, I didn't fancy Chelsea or Arsenal. I mean, Chelsea or or Liverpool. But thinking about it, they've got no European football. So yeah, we'll stick them in. No, okay. you're still. What do you know? What <laughs> I, I was going to say, I was thinking about putting United top, but then I realised there's no defenders. If if Martinez or Varane get injured. What happens at centre back? 
Wamba Saka. By sure. Luke Shaw, Luke Shaw, baby. In the laugh. Right. Listen, Arsenal's Arsenal's got eight defenders they can choose mm. from. United have got about five. Yeah, but they all, yeah, but it, you only have to miss the key one, and that's what they did. They missed the key one, Saliba, last year at the end of the season, and it was a big miss for him. You can get yeah, but, they can, put, on, but they, the they, they can put Timber in there now because he's kind of yeah, not, yeah, not the same. Be. But he's you kind of right back in, in the white. Yeah, you back. miss some players, but some players you can't. So yeah, gets injured. Mm. We'll put it this way, if if Martinez and Varane stay fit the whole season, which is unlikely, then United, United have got a big chance of winning the title. But Varane can play about 20, 25 games in the league. That, that's all he can do. Mm. He's that that's it's the unreliable going forward, United look immense. If still, you think about it. There's still a centre midfield with a combined age of 70. <laughs> what with um Ericsson. Yeah, okay, but they're not gonna they, but they're not gonna play every week together. If Amrabat comes in and you've got Mason Mount can play centre mid, which he did in the It in looked the like the before he was injured that Manu was gonna play a big part this season as well. He's only eighteen. And that's gonna win the Premier League. No, no, well, no, but when, when you're playing, and the players are going to go out, and you would think that we would bring someone else in. Rodri's moonwalking. Can we get a nurse on this show? Kid from Florence. Well, so you never know, dear. Crazy. Yo, I'm dying. Well, look for me if if Varane and Martinez stay fit, uh, I think they've got a chance. But that's what I'm saying. Happen? If they stay fit, there's a chance. We, but... we, no, we don't want hypotheticals. <laughs> Varane, I don't think is, is is highly likely, but Martinez didn't seem to be. He had an unlucky injury at the, the end of the season. What was it, metatarsal? So yeah, you would but think. If, you know, you, but you know, going back to Varane, if if he get, does get injured, which is probably likely, can you trust any one of the options that are there to come in? By have you got Johnny Evans? Have you not forgotten? Yeah, got Johnny Johnny Evans in. Johnny Evans in. He was only there for two games. He hasn't signed the contract. He was only there for two games. You played oh yesterday, today, or yesterday, didn't he? No. Did he play Dublin yesterday or something? Did he? I don't know. He'll end yeah, up playing yeah. twenty games. Yeah, no, he, he can't stay in. If Maguire goes, you'd think they would bring someone else in. They can't rely on Johnny Evans. He's fucking yeah. shit. He's <laughs> 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 been relegated. Leicester. Man- yeah, I'll quote Gary Neville. This is Manchester United. <laughs> does, that, does his fellow... Don't like him then. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a fellow on um Goldbridge's show, the United Stand, and I saw a clip the other day where he goes, um, Johnny Evans is United's best defender. <laughs> like, don't, yeah, don't laugh too hard. Remember when someone said Smalling was better than Maguire? When they just signed Maguire? It, it was the same guy. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> it was the same guy. He was terrible before he went, and he's terrible when he's batted back here now. Bad. Never liked him. Bad defender. <laughs> Average, oh, well, look, Phil Jones is gone, so I, I don't know what finally, finally. Well, top four still. Didn't get uh, okay. Top four. Yeah, we're still, still we're still on that topic. Someone's got Villa with his top four. That's... No, no, I haven't. No, I haven't. Behave yourself. <laughs> Behave yourself. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, I think it's gonna, it's gonna be the same as last season. Oh, fake stuff. The same as last season. <laughs> It needs to be the same as last season. Well, look, I, I, Liverpool can score. Oh, no, I'm, I'm joking. As it stands, because I'm just expecting we're going to do business. As it stands, I, the midfield will cost us top four. Yeah. If we do the business, top four. If not, yeah, Arsenal. And the other top four would be Apoel, Lanica. Um... <laughs> Fuck off. What? What? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there is no a boy not winning the title this season. Yeah, not going to happen. Win it. No drama. Rodri is the original money killer. You know? <laughs> no, they're not going to win it. No Great Apoel will be back this year. They're not. They might not even be in existence by the oh, end of the year, mate. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
It's Buffalo you need to worry about if they're bringing Sergio Lanico. Ramos. Lanico. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Anyway, right. Gentlemen, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, sorry if, if I offended you lot. Who gives a shit? Fuck off. Anyway, oh, speak wow. soon.